I'm Caitlin. I'm Caitlin. I'm JT. I'm Pops. I'm Ellie. I'm Faye. And today we're going to be talking about my wonderful stepdad Jim, who sadly passed away in early December to cancer. So a lot of us here knew him quite well. So Caitlin, beside me, you knew him probably best. And then I'd probably say it'd be Finn from that. But everyone has met him, um, except Josie. But <laughs> everyone knew what a great man he was. Um, and the reason why we're doing this is because he absolutely loved podcasts. So if anyone wants to ask me any questions about him. What kind of podcast did he listen to? Uh, he listened to some weird ones. So there's this one called No Such Thing as Fish, which I'm pretty sure was like a comedy was it about fish? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, I did hear like a lot a of interesting kind of thing. things. Yeah. Um, so, what was the story you told me about um, when he wouldn't let you start the car until you? Oh, so every single morning he would take me to school. Pretty much every single morning, be him or my mum. And before we got in the car, and he would say, he'd give me his phone, and he'd say, Caitlin, turn on the podcast. And I'd go, All right, well, you can start the car, and we can start moving while I'm doing it. He'd go, No, I'm not leaving until that podcast is on. <laughs> and I'd go, but why? Because you're taking me to school and back. That gives you a good 20 minutes to listen to. He goes, Caitlin, turn the podcast on. So I go, All right. So once we turn the podcast on, that's the only time we've moved to Gats going. <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember any car journey with him in it that didn't have a podcast. It's, that, yeah. it's like getting in the car with my mum and not having BBC Radio 2 on. <laughs> So my dad listens to um, the AM radio, the really boring one, yeah. and it, we, we don't start the car. The Zoe Ball Breakfast Show. So how, where was he from? Like, tell us a bit about him. So he was from, obviously he's from Scotland. Um, I'm pretty sure he lived in Hamilton when he was younger, so he supported Hamilton Ackies, Uh but his main love is Celtic. Uh, and then over in England, he supports Man United, unfortunately. So there's a lot of conflict there in the house. So um, on game days, Man United, Liverpool, um, a lot of my family used to come around and used to watch it. Very controversial, depending on who actually won the game. Who do you support, Caitlin? Liverpool. Didn't, so, um, didn't he have a bet about having to wear yes. so. Yeah. It. So, uh, what season was it? 2017? 2016, 17. Yeah, oh no, or is it? Leicester just got promoted. Wait, I'm gonna get on the Google. Googling it. <laughs> so I'll explain Google. the story yeah. while you're Googling it. So it's when Leicester just got promoted, uh, and they were having that awesome season where they were beating everyone. All the top teams were playing terrible, uh, and Jim went. Um, all right, I have a bet with you because me and my mum were so adamant Leicester were gonna win. When was it? 15, 16. 15, 16. Me and my mum were so adamant Leicester were gonna win the prem, and he was so adamant they were not. <laughs> that he made a bet that if Leicester did win the Premier League, he would have to wear a Liverpool shirt to all of my football games, the equals to all of my football games. Uh, and I remember one game when it was uh, Leicester v Chelsea and Leicester had to win it. And he came in and we were watching the football and Chelsea had, uh, Leicester had scored, but because they both play in blue, he thought that was Chelsea. So we started doing a dance in the landing, all dancing off and me, I was just waiting to tell him. So I was like, go on then, you dance, you dance. And then, and then he was like, so what do you think of that? Ain't that enough for a little push? I went, yeah, Jim, Jim, it's Leicester. Like, Chelsea playing in white, babe. And he was just, the, the, the look on his face when he realised was, oh, it's priceless. <laughs> How did he come into your life? So my mum and dad split up when I was about four or five. So my dad, I used to live in Lancashire. And then I moved over to uh, Warrington when I was about nine or ten. Much yes. <laughs> and uh, he came into my life, I think, when I was about seven. Um, and my mum and dad, um, my mum and Jim split up, but then they ended up getting back together again. It's basically fate. They they met in the train station again. So they, they got together. They split up. And then my mum was walking in the train station. I think it was Houston. Uh, and they saw each other again, and it was literally like fate. So that's oh what we say oh it was. God, like Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, it was, it was, so. 
from then on they've been together. A meet cute, that's what it's called. If you've ever seen the no, film. No, romantic, then Caitlin's the if, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever seen the film The Holiday, they like the big music producer in it, um calls it when a, two characters meet in a rom com, it's called a meet cute. Yeah, they always meet yeah. in like a in a what's the word, like a oh I can't believe that happened kind of coincidental yeah, way. That's, that's what, what it was it like. Everyone was like, geez, you know, this is but we moved over uh, to Warrington and he's always kind of been like my father figure, even though he wasn't wasn't my dad. He, he always treated me like he was I was his daughter and I was his dad and I think that's something that's why I love him so <laughs> You were his dad. Did I say I was his dad? Like you were his dad. But it's what is it? He treated me like I was his daughter, that's right. And he was my dad. There we go, that's right. So yeah. Um, what was his personality like? Oh god, um, he was very. He listened to people. That was one of his massive traits. He he listened to people and he, he talked to them. And he he was very very good at introducing people to people. Uh, so he would always, you know, just find connections with people. And you know, he he just made these awesome connections. And think, how how have you done that? And he'd, mm-hmm. he'd just be like on the phone to someone, and I'd hear him in the car, and he'd be like. Wait until I introduce you to this guy, and then they'd meet, and it's like, whoa! And like, he knows personality. Yeah, and that's yeah. Some people said Jim has been on the phone to them, and he said, "Oh yeah, meet meet this guy called Richard, for example." And the only time they met at the funeral, and it's like, whoa! I remember how much Jim said about you, and they've been meeting. And it's like, whoa! You know that that's so amazing that he's he's got them together. He was a very like witty character, wasn't he? He's yeah. funny. He, he just funny. came out with these mm-hmm. like one-liners. He was. Very, very good at... Uh, bit like you then. Yeah, very, very good at taking the mick out of me. Um, but yeah. Is that real? Yeah, yeah. 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 it's it very easy to, to wind up me. <laughs> but, yeah. So um, what was his job? Like, what did he do? I'm pretty sure he was an accountant in his early life. Um, but uh, to, to be to be quite frank, I'm actually not too sure. <laughs> I think he worked for a couple of companies. I know Merlin was one. Uh, I'd like to sort of <coughs> involve that in the podcast. Um, and they helped with the memorial the other day in Scotland, uh, which apparently was amazing. So uh, that was on Monday, wasn't it? That was on Monday. Yeah, it was up in Scotland for all those people that couldn't come down to Warrington for the funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think about 85, 90 people went to that, which was That's just mad. incredible. That was exactly a month after the funeral. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but. They did a tapas, which was his favourite type of food, which is unfortunate for me because I absolutely hated it. So whenever he loved Spanish City, so we always used to go on these little Spanish breaks to like different cities, Barcelona, uh, Valencia, and we'd always have to go out for a tapas, and I absolutely hate tapas. So I'd be like, "Are you joking?" I'd be like, "I just want a burger and chips." And all these Doesn't take stuff. much. I know they're bringing all these vegetables. But it was like, what, was, what was that one thing where um, he he obviously liked. Was it he liked beer, but then he wouldn't drink gin? What's that story? Oh, I'll tell you that story. So, if you are going to get in the film at the funeral, uh, Papa, you came to the wake. Um, on the front cover of the, what's it called? The program, yeah. yeah. The um, there was a photo of him with a, a, wine glass. a, a gin. A gin, yeah, gin in it. And uh, it's a great photo of him. Yeah. And I might put it on the cover of the podcast, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's when my mum, uh, Jim, and my, t- my nana and granddad went to London and they went to this, he booked this brilliant sort of weekend away, this day away, and they, one of them was going to a gym shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they got there and Jim went to the, you know, the waitress, he went, can I get just a beer please? And she went, we don't do beer here, we only do gym. <laughs> and he went, oh, I'll just have like a soft drink then. And he's like, she's like, I don't 
does he get a point? We, we only do gin. <laughs> and he's like, I'll just get a water then. And he's, she's like, I really don't think you get it. We only do gin. And he's like, oh, I guess I'll have a gin then. And he absolutely adored it, apparently. Uh, so uh, that's the story of that. But yeah, apparently he was so adamant that they would do something else for him. <laughs> and, and he organised this brilliant like, weekend. I just want a Luke was it. <laughs> he organised this brilliant weekend day away with my nan and granddad and my mum. And, you know, he didn't want a gin from a gin shop. It's like, no. come on. <laughs> but yeah. Um, do you want to go on to a bit more of a sensitive topic? Yes, sure. So he was diagnosed with head and neck cancer in March 2018. Uh, and he was, we were all, he, he's a, he fought to the end. You know, yeah, I, I can say that. Definitely. I can say that, you know, with all my heart. He was come to all my football games. Oh, I'm sorry. It's alright. Take some. He was your biggest fan. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And when Caitlin and Finn met him, like you went to Centre Parks, didn't you? Yeah, I went to Centre Parks with him, some of Caitlin's family. It was really good, and he was he was so kind, and I could tell there was this. We went canoeing, um, and he couldn't come on with us, but when we got back on to the shore um, there was a family in the in a canoe and they couldn't they were like struggling to get back on the beach or the sand whatever and he went over to help them I just remember because um, he was just so kind and like he, he would want to help everyone and he did the same with Clatterbridge didn't he as soon yeah. your whole family did so the cancer hospital that helped Jim was Clatterbridge it's quite local to us isn't it it's in the Wirral yeah. is it uh, yeah, it's yeah. in the Wirral, so they're building a new one in Liverpool, which we've raised money for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, he was incredible. Uh, even when he was at sort of the late stages, he used to wrap up for my games, put <laughs> as many scarves, hats as he could. And I said, Jim, you don't have to come to my games. He went, no, no, I'm coming. And he was put, my mum would layer him with, God, you should have seen him on sideline. I could have seen him from a mile off. I still remember when he gets Man City. And he would always say if he was on the side, he'd be like, get ready for the next ball, Caitlin. The next ball, yours. And he used to get really annoyed. So he used to be like, the next ball is not mine. It's <laughs> like my coach said, you know, people, you know, you said this to me the other day. You only get the ball 2% in the whole game. Yeah, so you used to say when I was on the sideline, you know, when I was playing, um, next ball is yours, Caitlin. Next ball is yours. And he used to wait for it. And he used to be eager. And it never used to get to me. And he used to be like, it's not, next ball is not mine. But I think looking back now, I do miss that on the sideline, sort of waiting for, for you know, all is my mum. Switch it, Caitlin, switch it. <laughs> you know to switch me. You'll be there. Yeah, Somewhere to someone. I think that first game I played when he passed away, it was against Blackburn. My mum said, he'll um, be looking down with all his new mates up there. You know, he'll be there with George Best saying, look at, look at my daughter down here playing. Yeah. Um, I guarantee he knows everyone already. Yeah. <laughs> he'll be chatting to all of him. I know, he's like, yeah. you, I know, I know you play for Liverpool and you play for United. Well, really, <laughs> it's a good friendship on. there. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but um, he went into the hospice. I think he was there for a week and a bit, maybe. Yeah, ten days. But before. I have got an amazing story from there. So on the Saturday, I got told by my mum that he was in asleep and he wouldn't wake up from it. So we went to say goodbye to him, and he could still hear his surroundings. We went in, sort of said goodbye, and he woke up. And he was awake, sat up, next thing you know he's asking for ice cream. We're like, Jim, what is going on? <laughs> we FaceTime his eldest son, and his eldest son's like, because we, we obviously told him. And he's like, whoa, and Jim's up, sitting. And the nurse has said, you have to remember this for your whole life. 
because you and your aunties came in and you started talking about your game you just played and you woke up. And that is just incredible because we were not expecting him to wake up, you know, and he, I think he was up for a couple of hours asking for ice cream and stuff and then, um, and then he, he went back to sleep and he was sort of unconscious for a couple of days, but he'd squeeze your hand and, you know, stuff like that. Um, he was still fighting. Yeah, and a lot of my family came to see him and he, he, you could tell he knew they were there because, you know, he's kind of sort of raised a hand and uh, I remember me and Auntie Emma telling him that we're going to support Man United tonight, which was, like, he was like, ooh, he put hands up. <laughs> and me and Auntie Emma were like, oh my God, this is, um, and they ended up winning, winning, I'm pretty sure, which was great. And yeah, they won like 3-1. They did, didn't they? 2-1 or something like and, uh, at, at the Etihad. Yeah, we went and told him and he was like, yeah. And then Celtic won the cup the next day, so it was like. But does Jim have like a, his, a history of fate? I know. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, hey, Celtic won. But yeah, it was. He, he's, he fought right until the end, and I can say that with all my heart. I think my family could stay the same, same. And the hospice were really helpful, weren't oh, they? Like, they let Ted go in and see unbelievable. him. Unbelievable. Ted's yeah. Caitlin's dog. Yeah, Ted's <laughs> dog, by the way. Um, but yeah, they, they were outstanding. St. Michael's Hospice, and all I could say is. You know, they were just so caring. You know, my mum stayed with him uh, in the hospice, and at first they were in just like a small room. I wanted to sleep on a chair, and then they ended up moving them into a bigger room where my mum had a bed and could sleep beside him, which was just incredible. And all the nurses, every sort of two seconds, were coming in saying, "Do you want a coffee? Do you want anything?" They let the dog come in, which is just unreal. And majority of the St. Rocco staff are volunteers, aren't they? Yeah, uh, and what's unfortunate is they don't get a lot of funding from the government, which mm. is, you know. Quite appalling. Yeah, it is. It, you know, in my opinion, but we've done a lot with the school to raise money as well. Uh, I think we raised, oh, we raised a lot of money for them right. in the funeral and the memorial. It's like no, we we've done a non-uniform day for them, haven't they? Because yeah. our school are really good. As soon as kind of we want to get involved with a charity, our school are like on board, aren't they? They did yes. the same with Clatterbridge. As soon as because a couple, there's been a few cases where people in our school or teachers or families have been affected by cancer, and Clatterbridge have helped them through it. And um, so as soon as our school kind of realised that, we were like, right, let's jump, let's get on it, let's start making some money for these people because they're doing remarkable things, and we wanna we wanna help it, we wanna move it along, yeah. um, especially when we know how much that they helped people like Caitlin's family. I think what we want you guys to know that are listening to the podcast is we want this to be for people our age, but not just people our age. We want people adults to listen to it and know these kids want to change the world, and I think every single one of us here want to go out there and we want to change the world. And Jim would have wanted us to do that. And I think everyone should listen to this uh, and understand why we're doing it. Because, you know, he would he would be looking down right now and he'd be so proud of all of us. He would, honestly. You he know, is. he'd make fun of us, but he'd be so proud of us. <laughs> <laughs> he would like, be listening to why it. Why the hell does she not want to be yeah. called Colleen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with that name. Yeah, yeah I think that's, that's a, a, doing this episode, we needed to do it, we needed to get it out there because. Yeah. Otherwise, the podcast, as, as much as you can post them as many Instagram posts as you can, but there's nothing that can kind of just sit down and have a discussion about what a remarkable man he was yeah, yeah. better than, yeah. than a podcast, which is obviously he already knew that because he listened to them every day. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he's like, he's like just one step ahead of everyone. Yeah. He really is. Very wise. Um, so, I think we'll wrap it up there. I think that's it, yeah. Um, we're talking about education next week, aren't we? Yes, we're going to be talking. We're going to try and get a member of staff in. 
um, and we're going to be talking about a bit more of an upbeat one, a bit more about the government, a bit more contextual, maybe a bit of politics in a there. A lot more arguing. Yeah, um, yeah, and our take on the education spec at the minute and like how it's how it's absorbed throughout it schools. <laughs> yeah, um, but thank yeah. you again for listening, Caitlin. Yeah. I'm sure this one will be uh, the last you'll hear of Jim. You'll hear about him in probably every episode. Yeah. yeah. There'll be more. I mean, I'm sure I'll go in tonight. I'll be in bed and I'll think, why didn't I say this about him? Why didn't <laughs> yeah. I say this funny story? But it, it will just come to us in the episodes and um, all I ask is that when you, when you listen to these, you just, you know, you have a bit of a sort of in your head you know why we're doing it mm. you know we we want to we want to remember him and you know i'm just hope you you enjoyed listening to this, this episode uh, and you listen to many more mm-hmm. thank you very much guys thank you right. very much see you later see bye, you. bye. bye.